Hello, this is Aban from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 26th of November. Farmer unions are set to carry out marches to Raj Bhavans across the country today to mark 2 years of their agitation against the three farm laws that have since been scrapped. According to farmer leaders, the march will register their protest over the government failing to fulfill its promises. They said that a committee on MSP had not been formed correctly and the many cases filed against farmers during the agitation are yet to be withdrawn. They also said that the government had assured that it would discuss and bring a law for minimum support price for crops. Thousands of farmers, mostly from Punjab, Haryana and Western Uttar Pradesh, had protested at Delhi's borders for over a year seeking a repeal of the controversial farm laws. The agitation was called off after Prime Minister Narendra Modi announced a repeal of the three laws. in november last year samyukt kisan morcha leader hanan mulla told news agency pti and i quote they gave us in writing and agreed to our many demands but nothing has been done the government has proved it is a traitor who has cheated the farmers of the country they are protecting the corporates they have proved they have no intention of fulfilling our demands unquote the skm an umbrella body of agitating farm outfits has called a meeting on december 8 to decide the course of the agitation mulla said and i quote we have seen that the government is not ready to listen to the people we have started another movement tomorrow we are holding rallies across the country this time our movement is not limited to delhi but the entire country the farmers will march to the rajbhavan of their respective states and hand over a memorandum to the governor unquote another video of jail delhi minister satyendra jain has emerged online days after he moved court asking that the media be restrained from airing video footage of him shot inside tihar jail The enforcement directorate had arrested the Aam Aadmi Party leader in May in connection with a money laundering case. The video that emerged online on Saturday is the third video clip to surface since the controversy over leaked videos began. In the new clip whose authenticity could not be verified by news laundry, Jain is purportedly seen lying on his bed and talking to three men around him. The men later leave the cell and another man dressed in shirt and trousers enters and sits on a chair. According to news agency ANI, the nearly 10-minute long clip was captured on September 12th and features then Tihar Jail Superintendent Ajit Kumar who was suspended earlier this month. Kumar was suspended amid allegations that Jain was given special treatment at Tihar. Jain's application seeking to stop the media from reporting on the videos was withdrawn with his lawyer saying that they will move the Delhi High Court. The AAP and BJP have been in a war of words over the videos. One of them purportedly showed Jain getting a massage while another purportedly captured him getting special food inside his cell. The AAP has tried to counter the criticism by saying that the jailed minister was getting physiotherapy owing to his medical reasons. The Indian Space Research Organisation has successfully launched the Earth Observation Satellite OceanSat and eight other customer satellites. The satellites were launched at 11:56 a.m. on a PSLV C-54 rocket from the spaceport of Sriharikota, 115 kilometers away from Chennai. The eight nano satellites include ISRO Nano Satellite 2 for Bhutan, Anand, Astrocast, and two Thaibold satellites. The mission is amongst the latest undertaken by ISRO scientists, who will engage the rocket to change orbits using two orbit change thrusters used in the launch vehicle. The goal of the mission is to ensure data continuity of ocean color and wind vector data to sustain operational applications. The primary payload of the rocket is an OceanSat which would be separated in orbit 1 while the eight other nano satellites would be placed in different orbits 
based on the customer requirements. This is the 24th flight of the PSLV XL version. Oceansat is expected to be placed after reaching an altitude of about 742 kilometers, nearly 20 minutes after liftoff. According to ISRO, after the primary satellite separation, the vehicle would be lowered to reach an altitude of 516 kilometers to place the first passenger satellite. The last payload separation is expected to take place at an altitude of 528 kilometers. A day after Union Home Minister Amit Shah told a rally that the BJP government taught a lesson to rioters in 2002, AIMIM Chief Asaduddin Owesi has hit back, saying that peace is strengthened when those wronged are given justice. The AIMIM will field 14 candidates in the upcoming Gujarat Assembly polls. At a public gathering at Juhapura in Gujarat, Owesi said, and I quote, Amit Shah today gave a statement during a public rally that they taught a lesson to the rioters of Gujarat in 2002 and the Bharatiya Janata Party established permanent peace in the state. I want to tell the MP of this constituency, Amit Shah, that the lesson you taught in 2002 was that Bilkis's rapists will be freed by you. The lesson was that you will free the murderers of Bilkis's three-year-old daughter. You also taught us that Ahsan Jafri can be killed." Unquote. Referring to the Gulberg Society massacre and the burning down of the best bakery in the 2002 violence that claimed more than a thousand lives, the AIMIM chief said, and I quote, How many of your lessons should we remember, Mr. Amit Shah? But remember, teaching lessons is nothing. Peace is strengthened when the wronged are given justice. Unquote. Lashing out at Shah, Ovesi said, and I quote, Drunk on power, the Home Minister is today saying that we taught a lesson. What lesson did you teach? You became notorious in the entire country. What lesson did you teach? That there were communal riots in Delhi. Unquote. Ovesi said that the BJP is in power only because of the incapability of the Congress. On Thursday, Shah told a gathering in Kheda, and I quote, During the Congress rule in Gujarat, communal riots were rampant. Congress used to incite people of different communities and castes to fight against each other. Through such riots, Congress had strengthened its vote bank and did injustice to a large section of the society. In 2002, they tried to indulge in communal violence. We taught them such a lesson, we put them in jail. It's been 22 years, we have not put a curfew even once. BJP has made efforts to bring peace to a land that saw frequent communal riots." Unquote. Meanwhile, the BJP has released its manifesto for the Gujarat elections, banking on issues aligned with the Hindutva vote. The party has promised to implement the Gujarat Uniform Civil Court Committee's recommendation and to create an anti-radicalization cell to eliminate potential threats and sleeper cells of terrorist organizations and alleged anti-India forces. It also promised to enact the Gujarat Recovery of Damages of Public and Private Properties Act to recover damage to public and private properties by antisocial elements during riots, violent protests, unrests, etc. Listeners, the News Laundry team is in Gujarat to bring you ground reports, interviews and another election show. A coverage like this requires a lot of resources and we do this without any corporate or government ad money. So power our election coverage by going to newslaundry.com and clicking on the NL Sena button. News Laundry is able to hold the media accountable as we are not funded either by corporations or the government, but because we run on the support of our subscribers. Power us to help support public interest journalism and counter hate. There was violence between two groups in the communally sensitive coastal locality of Vizinjam near Kerala's Thiruvananthapuram, the Hindu reported on Saturday. This came after a confrontation between two groups of locals one opposed to and another supporting the Vizinjam port. It comes amid resentment over Vizinjam port's breakwater construction. 
Latin Catholic protesters have been opposed to the project, according to the report. According to the Hindu, Latin Catholic Archdiocese-backed anti-port activists stopped dumper trucks ferrying material to the project site. A clash erupted as another group rallied against the protesters and tried to make way for the vehicles, with both groups attacking each other with stones and sticks. Police officers in riot gear tried to control the situation by forming a shield between the two groups and showing safe passage for the trucks to another location. Protesters say that the breakwater construction has contributed to coastal erosion and jeopardized everyday fishing operations. The Kerala government's attempt to resolve the situation has failed. With the Adani Vizinjam Port Private Limited, the firm contracted by the state for the project, moving the High Court to seek police protection to meet the project deadlines. The court had endorsed the right to protest but prevented the agitators from stopping construction, trespassing on the project site or vandalizing public property. In an unprecedented move citing national security concerns, the United States has banned the sale and import of new communications equipment from five Chinese companies, including Huawei and ZTE. The three other firms are Hikvision, Dawa and Hytera, which manufacture video surveillance equipment and two-way radio systems. Hikvision said that its products present no security threat to the US. The company said the decision will do nothing to protect US national security but will do a great deal to make it more harmful and more expensive for US small businesses, local authorities, school districts and individual consumers to protect themselves, their homes, businesses and property. Huawei and others have previously denied supplying data to the Chinese government. The US Federal Communications Commission said its members had voted unanimously on Friday to adopt the new rules. Issuing a statement, the commission's chairperson Jessica Rosenworcel said, and I quote, The FCC is committed to protecting our national security by ensuring that untrustworthy communications equipment is not authorized for use within our borders. These new rules are an important part of our ongoing actions to protect the American people from national security threats involving telecommunications. Unquote. These firms can continue to sell products that were earlier cleared for sale as the ban is not retroactive. However, the FCC hinted at revisions to rules on equipment already authorized to be imported or sold, meaning that existing clearance may be revoked in future. The restrictions are the latest to be levied against Chinese tech firms following espionage concerns which US officials have become increasingly wary of in recent years. Such actions, aimed at restricting Chinese tech firms' access to the US market, first took root under the Barack Obama administration. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.